Good morning, and welcome to Simply Science. It's Thursday, February 8th. On today's show, NASA's PACE mission is launched into space. Find out what it's all about. Plus, we explore the reasons behind the delay in the development of a male contraceptive pill. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Science. We start off with a significant development in space exploration. NASA's PACE mission, an Earth-observing satellite, was successfully launched into space recently. The Plankton Aerosol Cloud Ocean Ecosystem, or PACE, mission aims to study ocean health, air quality, and the effects of a changing climate. Here to discuss this further is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about the PACE mission and its objectives? Certainly, David. The PACE mission is designed to provide new insights into Earth's oceans, atmosphere, and climate. The satellite's hyperspectral ocean color instrument will allow researchers to measure oceans and other water bodies across a spectrum of ultraviolet, visible, and near-infrared light. This will enable scientists to track the distribution of phytoplankton and identify which communities of these organisms are present on daily, global scales. The data can help forecast the health of fisheries, track harmful algal blooms, and identify changes in the marine environment. That sounds like a significant step forward in our understanding of the Earth's ecosystems. What kind of instruments does the PACE spacecraft carry to accomplish these tasks? The PACE spacecraft carries two polarimeter instruments, the hyperangular rainbow polarimeter number two and the spectropolarimeter for planetary exploration. These instruments will detect how sunlight interacts with particles in the atmosphere, providing new information on atmospheric aerosols and cloud properties, as well as air quality at local, regional, and global scales. How will this data contribute to our understanding of climate change? Karen St. Germain, director of the Earth Science Division at NASA, has said that the mission will profoundly advance knowledge of the ocean's role in the climate cycle. The data and research from PACE will accelerate our understanding of the Earth system and help deliver actionable science, data, and practical applications to help coastal communities and industries address rapidly evolving challenges. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson also stated that PACE will help scientists learn how particles in our atmosphere and our oceans can identify key factors impacting global warming. Who is managing this mission, and how does it align with the current administration's climate agenda? The mission is being managed by NASA Goddard, which also built and tested the spacecraft and the ocean color instrument. According to NASA Administrator Bill Nelson, missions like PACE are supporting the Biden-Harris administration's climate agenda and helping answer urgent questions about our changing climate. Thanks for the insights, Bella. Now, let's shift gears to a topic that has been in the works for decades, male contraceptives. Despite research into a male contraceptive pill starting around the same time as its female counterpart, no product has ever made it to market. However, this could soon change with a new non-hormonal male pill entering human trials in the UK late last year. To discuss this further, we have Abby with us today. Can you tell us why male contraceptives have been so difficult to develop? Indeed, the development of male contraceptives has been a challenging process. The main reason is the biological complexity involved. 
Unlike female contraceptives that need to prevent the release of one egg per month, male contraceptives need to stop the production of millions of sperm each day. This makes the development of a safe and effective male contraceptive pill a complex task. That's interesting. So what's different about this new non-hormonal male pill that's entering human trials? This new pill is non-hormonal, which is a significant departure from previous attempts at male contraceptives that often relied on hormone manipulation. The non-hormonal approach could potentially avoid some of the side effects associated with hormonal contraceptives. However, it's still early days, and the pill is currently in human trials. What kind of options are in the pipeline for male contraceptives? There are several promising options in the pipeline. Apart from the non-hormonal pill, researchers are also exploring other methods such as gels, injections, and even implants. The goal is to provide a range of options that can cater to different needs and preferences. What are the implications of these developments for the future of contraception? The development of effective male contraceptives could potentially revolutionize the field of contraception. It would provide more options for couples, distribute the responsibility of contraception more evenly, and could even have significant implications for global population control. However, it's important to remember that these products are still in development, and it may be some time before they are available to the public. Thanks for your insights, Abby. Now let's turn our attention to the cosmos. Scientists have confirmed that the asteroid that exploded over Germany last month is a rare type of space rock that could provide insights into Earth's origins. The fragments of asteroid 2024-BX1 were discovered just five days after the explosion and were found to be part of a rare group called Aubreites. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about these Aubreite meteorites and their significance? Certainly, David. Aubreite meteorites are quite rare, representing just 1% of known meteorites. They stand out due to their unique characteristics. Unlike typical meteorites, they possess a translucent glass crust rather than a thick black one, and they have a grey granite-like appearance. This can make them difficult to distinguish from ordinary earth rocks. However, their mineralogy and chemical composition are typical of orbrite-type rocks. And what makes these aubrite meteorites so special in terms of understanding Earth's origins? Aubrite meteorites, like the fragments of asteroid 2024 BX1, date back approximately 4.5 billion years, coinciding with the formation of the solar system planets. They were formed from material around the infant sun that was not consumed by the formation of the planets. This means that they offer scientists a glimpse at the building blocks of the planets, especially the inner solar system rocky worlds like Mercury, Venus, Mars, and Earth. So, these meteorites could potentially provide new insights into the formation of our planet. Exactly. Aubrates exhibit properties remarkably similar to those of Earth, such as water content and chemical ratios. These similarities offer researchers a unique opportunity to study the materials involved in the formation of our planet billions of years ago. As Peter Jeniskens from the SETI Institute put it, we have fresh material to look at that may have been the building blocks from which Earth was formed. That's fascinating. And where do these Aubrite meteorites typically come from? They likely originate from the inner side of the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. This is a region where there is a lot of debris, 
possibly from a collision that created an asteroid family. The orbit of asteroid 2024 BX1, from which the recent Orbright meteorites came, provides clues about this source region. Thanks for your insights, James. Now, shifting our focus to a pressing global issue, for the first time on record, Earth has experienced 12 months of temperatures 1.5 C hotter than the pre-industrial era, according to Europe's climate monitor. This comes as a stark warning to humanity, as storms, drought, and fire have ravaged the planet due to climate change. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about this alarming development? Yes, David. The Copernicus Climate Change Service has confirmed that from February 2023 to January 2024, we saw warming of 1.52 degrees Celsius above the 19th century benchmark. This is a serious indication of the Paris climate deal's crucial 1.5 C warming threshold. However, it does not signal a permanent breach of the limit, which is measured over decades. What are the implications of this level of warming? Johan Rockström of the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research has stated that we're already seeing the social and economic costs of touching 1.5 C. This includes heat waves, droughts, floods, reinforced storms, and water scarcity across the world. We've seen devastating drought in the Amazon basin, sweltering winter temperatures in parts of Southern Europe, deadly wildfires in South America, and record rainfall in California. So what can we expect in the future? Rockstrom suggests that temperatures will likely fall back somewhat after the El Nino comes to an end. However, the UN's IPCC climate panel has warned that the world will likely crash through 1.5 C in the early 2030s if planet heating emissions mainly from the burning of fossil fuels, continue to rise. What about the recent record-breaking temperatures? Copernicus has reported that last month was the hottest January on record, marking the eighth consecutive month of historic high monthly temperatures. Samantha Burgess, C3S Deputy Director, stated that not only was it the warmest January on record, but we have also just experienced a 12-month period of more than 1.5 C above the pre-industrial reference period. And how are these temperature changes affecting different parts of the world? January temperatures were well above average in northwestern Africa, the Middle East and Central Asia, as well as eastern Canada and southern Europe. However, they were below average in parts of northern Europe, western Canada, and the central region of the United States. While some parts of the world experienced an unusually wet January, North America, the Horn of Africa, and the Arabian Peninsula saw drier conditions. What about the role of the oceans in all of this? Oceans cover 70% of the planet and have kept the Earth's surface livable by absorbing 90% of the excess heat produced by the carbon pollution from human activity since the dawn of the Industrial Age. However, hotter oceans mean more moisture in the atmosphere, leading to increasingly erratic weather like fierce winds and powerful rain. Rockstrom has said that 2023 was a year where ocean dynamics have simply gone berserk. Thanks to our Simply Science reporter, Michael, for shedding light on this critical issue. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Science. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>